Hi, thanks for tuning in to the Expressing Motherhood podcast. My name is Lindsay Cavett. Um, you are about to listen to Claire Lezebnik's piece for our most recent Los Angeles show. Claire was in the Portland show. I'd never met her, but she flew up and was in the show because Kim Allen Neeson was in the show and um, Kim told her about how great Expressing Motherhood was and Claire had a daughter up there in college, so she decided to take Kim on her word, and then she did it and loved it so much that she decided to do it here in Los Angeles as well. When she showed up at the theater, she told me it took her more time to get from the west side of L.A. to our east side theater than it did to fly to Portland. No joke. So thank you, Claire, for being in the show and bearing the traffic. Um, Claire is the author of five novels, for adults, and also five Yaw novels, including Epic Fail and Things I Should Have Known with Dr. Lynn Kern Kogel. She co-authored the nonfiction books Overcoming Autism and Growing Up on the Spectrum. She has written for the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and Self Magazine, among other publications. <clears throat> okay, sorry, I've had a cold all week, but I <clears throat> really want to get this these stories up here. So, sorry, it's hard to talk. But anyway, Claire is clearly an accomplished woman. And she's so down to earth, you'd never know that she had done all of this. And I don't know if I mentioned, but she has four kids. Holy cow. So without further ado, here is Claire in Expressing Motherhood. One year, when my kids were still pretty young, I ordered some personalized Christmas tree ornaments online for them. You know, like every good Jewish mother does. Um, you know how most diseases and issues have their own specially colored ribbon as a symbol? Um, like breast cancer is a pink ribbon. Well, I got one ornament with a green celiac disease ribbon painted on it, one with a blue Addison's disease ribbon painted on it, and one with a multicolored autism ribbon painted on it. Three ornaments in all. The only problem is I have four kids, and my youngest son was upset that he didn't get a ribbon ornament. So I tried to explain by saying the ribbons are for things like, you know, diseases and other issues, and you don't have anything like that. It's not fair, he sobbed. Why can't I have a disease? Um, it is tough to be the only completely diagnosis-free child in a family that includes an autistic kid, a celiac kid, and an Addisonian kid. Not that I would ever reduce my wonderful and multifaceted children to reductive labels like these. Of course not. That would be wrong. No, I'm much more likely to refer to the celiac kid as the gay one. And the Addison's kid is the anxious mess. Uh, my autistic spectrum child is the uh, guy who never cleans his bathroom, at least according to his brother, the gay one, who lives with him. And the youngest, actually, once again, he gets left out. He's just way too fucking normal. He's, um, he's basically Cousin Marilyn uh, from the Monsters. Anyway, um, the point of all this is that my husband and I have dealt with our fair share of challenges over the years. Um, I never thought that our lives together uh, were going to be perfect, exactly. But in our early years, I did cling to the belief that if I worked hard enough as a wife and as a mother, I could fix any problems that arose and, you know, eventually drag us back to a place of 
for want of a better word, normalcy. Um, but a lot of the issues that arose turned out to be permanent and ongoing. And my optimism about keeping things level soon turned to frustration, um, and even at one low point into a serious depression. Um, but yay for mail order, auto renewal, 90-day supplies of Zoloft, because <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, anyway, then I hit on my 80-20 approach to parenting, uh, even better than Zoloft. Uh, first of all, have you heard of the 80-20 diet? Um, the idea is that as long as you know 80% of your diet is stuff like leafy greens and low-fat proteins, um, you know, good stuff, the other 20% can be pretty much whatever you want. You had quinoa and spinach for dinner, you can go ahead and have a ding-dong for dessert. Um, personally, I totally keep to the 80-20 split, um, except that 50% of my diet is potato chips, donuts, and bourbon. Um, but close enough. Uh, the 80-20 split makes an excellent guidepost for parenting. Don't aim for total perfection. Expect at least 20% of the time to miss that mark. Take family trips, for example. Whenever our family left for a vacation, I would think this is going to be amazing. Every day is going to be filled with museums and adventures and delightful new foods, and we're going to feel closer to each other than we've ever felt before. <laughs> Smash cut to six starving family members on an unfamiliar street in a city where we don't speak the language, all of us screaming at each other because we're starving, but can't find a restaurant that's cheap enough to satisfy the dad, has enough gluten-free options for the celiac kid, enough vegetarian options for the mom, and a table big enough to fit six people who've been crammed into two small hotel rooms for a week and can no longer stand being in close proximity to one another. <laughs> it was at one of these desperate and, yes, ultimately fairly miserable meals in a foreign city about a week and a half into a trip when my daughter looked around the table and said, I love you guys but I never want to see or talk to any of you ever again. <laughs> that briefly devastated me. Our family had failed a vacation. But then later I thought, had we? Had we actually failed? Or had we just fallen short of my overly ambitious expectations that everything would be great? What if instead I had gone into that trip with the assumption that we'd be miserable at least 20% of the time? So I tried that on the next trip. And once I went into it assuming we'd have some lousy moments, ones where I'd not only regret leaving home, but would also regret ever being born, <laughs> I, I could wait them out, knowing that they were the price I paid for also getting to do some amazing things with people I loved. And once I hit on this 80-20 split, I realized it worked for the rest of our lives together, too. Yes. We've had our share of rough times, but we've always had more good times than bad times, and that's what matters. And life isn't about keeping track of percentages, really, right? It's about hoping for the best and enjoying the best while still accepting the reality of human imperfection and a world that doesn't always live up to our expectations. And that, by the way, is where the bourbon comes in. <laughs> Thank you.